Truth Seekers, welcome to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name is Brie. My name's Jamie, and we're two sides of the coin. And so, Brie, happy Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? It was so great. Totes dope. It was cool, you know. Did you have any good conversations with anyone about aliens? No, but uh, my grandparents believe in 9-11 now being an attack that we did on ourselves. So that's cool. There you go. Grandma's into that. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this um, asteroid that was our first um, alien asteroid to enter into our solar system? Strange. Very strange. It's interesting to think if more of these will happen and maybe it's just the first time that we've seen this and that's why it's so weird. Or if it really was something that maybe was inserted into our solar system like a drive-by surveillance well yeah so i thought it was interesting so the one thing that happened is they didn't release um actual like pictures of it um they only released artist like renderings of it and um if you look at the pictures online it looks like a cigar shaped ufo right i think that's the first thing they reported is they were saying it was a cigar shaped object and that's why they were so confused by that. Like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, so that's interesting because I actually didn't know that it was just an artist. Um, Rendering was the picture. Yeah, it wasn't the actual. Um, None of it? No. They were all pictures put out by NASA, but they didn't give actual pictures of it. Um, so I thought that that was an interesting um, kind of little. Uh, the picture just to me looked so much not like an asteroid. Yeah. It looked so weird. And it was traveling so, so fast. Weird. And they don't have an expl- uh, explanation of about why it was traveling so fast. Yeah. It just was. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I hear we're supposed to lose sight of it soon, or at least in the next year or so, it'll be gone. But if you think about it, if you were from an outside solar system that, say, knew how hostile we were, mm-hmm. instead of showing up in this massive shiny ship and cruising in and crashing down or flying by, mm-hmm. what's the best option to look sort of like an asteroid, to look like... Yeah, if you're going to surveil, do something where, you know, it's not super obvious that you're... Yeah, and if you think about it, it's kind of like, oh, they'll just assume it's some weird-ass asteroid. If they're smart enough, they'll think that, mm, that's strange, maybe it's more than it is. Yeah. But, you know, most of us don't think like that. So on the topic of, let's say, intelligent species, right? Um, I was uh, watching a YouTube video of uh, my favorite astrophysicist uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and he was talking about an intelligent species if they were more intelligent than us and I think that he explained it in like a super cool kind of way so he was like between us and chimps there's a 2% difference in DNA right Mm -hmm. Um, and so we can maybe kind of along those lines established that, you know, there's the the 2% difference in DNA is the same thing as like a 2% intelligent difference. Okay. So on that scale, on that level. So chimps can do things like stack boxes, do rudimentary kind of, kind of sign language and communication and something like that. And, you know, a lot of people look at it and think of it as amazing, but it's also the same thing that our toddlers do. So like a two or three year old can rudimentally kind of sign language what he wants to you. He can put blocks on top of each other. He can, you know, finger paint. There's definitely, so there's that connection. So Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying that toddlers are monkeys. 
well, on the same, that same intelligent level, right? So if you think about intelligent species coming here, even if they took our most intelligent human being and we factor in that, what, maybe their DNA is only 2% different than ours? Or would they, are they different? So would they come here and would they look at us as being creatures that are the same thing as their toddlers? And I thought that was an interesting way to put that because we can put out, he, he said, like, you know, the most intelligent person, Stephen Hawking's, and the aliens will go and pick him out and say, well, this one's a little bit smarter than the other ones because he can do, you know, crazy okay. calculations in his head. But that's the same thing my two-year-old son can do in preschool. Right. So, and his whole argument was is that if that is what an intelligent species is compared to us, why would they want to come here? Yeah, people have been saying that forever. And I think that that's... They're like, why? What would be the purpose? Yeah, and I think that that's a very interesting kind of... He he put it in a way as, you know, we would almost be like pets to them. And that they could enslave us if they wanted to. But, But here's what I kind of agree with in that sense. So he says that we're kind of like a giant zoo for them, basically. That they come here and the reason they like abduct people and do experiments and stuff is because it's the same kind of stuff that we do to monkeys almost. Yeah, I agree. That they they take them out of the environment, poke and prod at them, put them back and watch them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was an interesting take for him to have. It was very interesting, I thought, that he... For he, him to say that. For him to say that on that level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's the only way it can make sense for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it just makes sense to me that you would think about it that way. Like, I can definitely see, like, a reason for people being, quote-unquote, abducted or um, taken for, you know, experiments, and they have all these things. But And if you think about it on that sense, that, is yeah. a, that definitely makes sense on... Well, yes. From just the scientific perspective, mm-hmm. that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to keep a species alive, too. I mean, the number one thing that people get back after they're abducted is how important the planet is and how we need to really get our shit together and stop having wars. And people are shown visions of what we've done to the Earth and it being exploding and all this catastrophe shit. And a lot of it is kind of just because we're so aggressive towards each other and we have no respect for this planet that we're on. Um, I think that us as a species is just super aggressive, which is another reason people say that aliens haven't come here yet because they see how disastrous. Like, we're basically drunk toddlers running around with weapons. So why would they want to come here or talk to us or intervene or anything like that? Right, but that's still thinking of us as being completely secluded, and I don't think that's the case whatsoever. I think that they're interacting with us always has been purposefully and we're kind of in the main us as like a whole are kind of kept in the dark that it's happening but a lot of these species are coming here because they want to help us and especially from where we are right now what's happening with all the energies and the planets and all this ascension stuff that's happening it's kind of like if we're still holding them back in a sense and again, coming back to like a, to- a toddler type of perspective, they're so much more conscious than us in the sense that they don't necessarily think the same way that we do as far as threats or don't fuck with them. It's okay. more like, we're going to help you. We want to help you. We want you to grow. When you grow, we grow. Consciousness altogether and the universe is just growing and growing and growing. Okay. So it's kind of like, I'll lift you up, you lift, you know, it, it all connects we're not as separate as we're made out to be okay 
I can I, I can get behind that. And especially with abductions in particular, that doesn't really happen anymore. It's kind of slowed down, and a lot of that was, yeah, from the greys, but thinking of them as far as time travelers, and their species were dying, and the, were kind of like the closest thing to them. Some people think that we are them, they're in a future, and they're traveling back, and they're trying to extract DNA. There's this whole hybrid program. I'm sure other people that are, like, in the ET realm, everyone knows about the big hybrid hybrid program. And mm-hmm. a lot of the people that have been abducted, that's what you were used for. So you have hybrid kids. So... What would you say to the people who use the explanation or excuse that there's no way that all this stuff is going on because the government couldn't keep that that big of a secret from everyone? Like, there's no way that the government could keep something so big like that a secret. What would you say to them? I would say two different reasons why. One, One, I think that the government was absolutely in on it. And, you know, there's a lot of talk from way back in the day of certain presidents having agreement for this, kind of like you trade in for your technology and your secrets, and we will offer you, as you know, you can get away with this, whatever. Yeah, there was supposedly a treaty that was written between the Greys, and for the life of me, I don't remember what president it was. I want to say maybe Nixon or Carter or something Not like that. Nixon. <clears throat> Who was maybe it? it was even Ro- um, My, Well, maybe Roosevelt. Eisenhower? Roosevelt kind of sounds right. Eisenhower. So one of those presidents during that, that time, but they, they had a, a treaty with the Greys that they would give them technology that they can back in engineer if they could abduct so many people and do whatever they wanted with them and as long as they placed them back and kept a record of who they were Which, yeah. it was totally fine and if you think about it that connects to what you were saying looking back at them as toddlers right and so what we do to animals we don't necessarily kill them we no. take them in we take dna we tag them we make sure you know in different mm-hmm. environments and we think of that as totally, totally logical, completely and a, and safe, an okay thing to do. and it's for the greater good. Mm-hmm. So if the government were able to see it from that perspective, then why not mm-hmm. if we do the same thing? Mm-hmm. And then, two, a second thing I would say is they kind of, I mean, they do keep it a secret, but they kind of don't. It's mainly for people that only get their information from mass media that have absolutely no idea that these things are happening. And it's not usually until they have their own experience that then they look at something different. So it's really kind of like a divide in our society as people that are only looking to the media for their information Mm -hmm. so they have no idea about these concepts Mm -hmm. and then the other people that don't it's so obvious and that's Mm -hmm. why it's such a big deal to us so it's Mm -hmm. like they kind of keep it a secret and they kind of don't Mm -hmm. it's more like if everyone would maybe choose not to watch just the media outlets and be told what's really going on I agree with that statement but it's not a secret but you also do have to admit there's this as we've said before this trend inside of the mainstream media talking more and more about space and quote unquote aliens and things like that Mm -hmm. so it's definitely a time of change and so it's interesting that we've come from this like long period of it's not something that's talked about in a serious way to all of a sudden everyone and anyone talking about it and it 
dominates our news cycles. It's like there's two things that dominate our news cycles right now. It's anything to do with space and anything political. You have a hard time hearing about anything else in the news other than those two things right now. It's so dominant and so prevalent and so repetitive that it's just those same two things over and over and over again. Exactly. So more and more people are realizing that because, again, they're looking at only what the media is showing them for what's going on. So it's kind of like until media changes what it wants you to think or know, Mm -hmm. then there's no secret whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think it's definitely an individual choice for you to, you know, some people, they don't want to look at these things. They don't think it's important. And mm-hmm. so they just want to watch their show, you know, whatever on. And so it's kind of like you have to decide, you know, whatever you want. If you want to learn some truth, most likely you're not going to be watching CNN or Fox News. No. Or ABC, NBC dramas. It's going to be these these news, these news like um, providers that have nothing to do with mainstream media. It's going to be you going onto YouTube to going into these YouTube videos that are being uh, demonetized because they're talking about things that the mainstream media doesn't want you to talk about. So they're trying to suppress these people by making their YouTube channels, you know, not being able to make money or show ads and stuff like that because they mention certain things or they talk about certain things. And those are the places you need to be going to to listen to what the mainstream doesn't want you to hear yeah and then if all else fails you have to get your own information from yourself yeah you know the vibes yeah that's really the best thing you can do Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah it's kind of like it's not it's just it's not really a secret no i think that there's again we're in this weird period of disclosure where just more and more things are coming out every day and it's just you know, I told Grace that every day, like, I literally go into Google and I type in just alien news. And I find something, at least two or three things a day, that are posted about it. That are on the top page on Google right here. Like, this is what's going on, you know? The space signal that they sent out. The, you know, object that was inside of our, our area. The, you know, talking about evolution and things like that. And just, like, all these different news things that have to do with stuff. You know, when that ranch... In Arizona went up for sale, that paranormal thing. There's always, there's some different little speck of alien that you can find in the news every day that something's going on with it. And I think that that's kind of a cool thing that we have going on. It is, but I kind of feel like the stuff that is like real that's happening isn't really on there. It's like Mm -mm. the bullshit stuff. So that whole thing with that ranch, what a fucking joke, right? So I kind of don't like that kind of thing that leaks out because again, it's like, yeah, here's some alien news, but it's a fucking joke. Yeah, but you also have to remember, you have to remember that there's that balance of disinformation though well yeah that's what I'm saying it's coming out yeah and that's exactly what it is but see and you know what sometimes I don't mind the disinformation so much and here's why I can see things and objectively know whether it's disinformation or not and not everybody can do that and that's you know we have a very serious dedication to this bullshit so we're about it so we know so when I see something in the news that's you know not necessarily truthful or like the whole story of what's really going on or they they throw it out there but they make a joke out of it it's just it's different ways to get it to the public to twist people's minds into thinking that if you're into this kind of stuff that you're you crazy. are a crazy person that's that why you, I don't like it is because I feel mm-hmm. like we need something out there that is truth and for people to look at and not think that we're just like that guy waiting outside the portal with his samurai sword oh my god can I just you know like what do you with 
that samurai sword was like the greatest touch to that article that I read was him. <laughs> and he had like a picture of a sword, like the samurai sword with like like weird liquid on it. And he was like, this is alien blood and I got one of them. And I just like, here's what I loved about that whole story. What I genuinely liked about it. Even though it was disinformation, it was honestly, the whole thing was like a bunch of bullshit. What I liked about it is I brought it up at work at the gun range and we literally had an all day conversation about aliens. And it was in a dumb, stupid way that they were kind of making fun of me about, but they kind of at the end of it got really into it. And John was like, I'm going to sit on a chair right in front of the portal and I'm going to just shoot shoot him. And then one of the other guys would be like, okay, well, what if they have laser guns? And he's like, okay, so I'll go a hundred yards back. And like, he kept revising what he was going to do. And like, eventually he's like, so this is what it is. I'll be at the house staring at the portal. I'll have a grenade launcher. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, that's like, still a joke though. But it was just, but it made people who wouldn't otherwise talk about it, talk about it. But it's in a fantasy way. No press is bad press. Right. So if you have people talking about it, and Brie knows, because I talked to her more than anyone, that, again, everyone knows I work at a gun range. It's a bunch of older dudes, uh, mostly white. And uh, Just toss that just, in there. Yeah, it's mostly white. Um, and they have no concept of space or aliens or anything like that. And they all make fun of me, and they think it's like, oh, you're so funny, Jamie. Like, aliens are going to come get you. But at the end of the day, I have so many conversations with them about shit that they would never imagine to talk about because of this podcast. Because while I'm at work, because, surprise, I don't really work when I'm there. I just kind of, like, eat snacks and hang out. Um, and I'm on my phone a lot, and so I'm doing a lot of research for our podcast and stuff. And so anytime I stumble across something that I find interesting, I always bring it up to them and we always end up having some sort of a conversation about something. And sometimes it is. It's in a jokey way and it's whatever. And then there's other times where it's actually genuinely serious. And I love being able to have those conversations. And I think that the podcast has opened that door a little bit up. Yeah, I feel like I wanted to do the podcast to shine light on like truth and have a different change the media. I don't like it. I don't like what people look at. I don't like the bullshit side. I think it just creates more bullshit, more people that don't take it seriously. So that's why I like doing the podcast is because we can put different things out there for some and it, you know what haven't even like touched base on half the things that I would like to talk oh, yeah, about no, not, so it's not like not at all that's I think one thing that that makes Brie upset is when people joke about it it's like her biggest trigger and her biggest pet peeve is when people like make jokes about it but it bothers the fuck out of Brie because it's just face. so much deeper it. than that <laughs> she's just immediately like these fucking assholes making fun of us I know it, it doesn't bother me, though, because at the end of the day, I give no fucks what other people think. Like, if you know me, you know I just don't care. And so it doesn't... I'm like, whatever. If you don't believe it, you don't believe it. Like, this is my truth, and this is my reality, and this is the world that I live in, and I have no issue with that. And you can either participate or not participate. It really doesn't matter to me. Right. And I think it does matter for more people to participate. I think it needs to, for us to go in a certain direction as a species, it needs to come out. It needs to come out. People need to understand what's actually happening. People need to raise their consciousness, mm -hmm. raise their vibration, mm -hmm. and you're not going to do that until you open up to these outer worldly concepts and live your life throughout love and forgiveness. And Okay, so, I, and I agree with that statement. So that's what being conscious is. So then at the same time, though, so then you have to... That's it. You it's have a to, period at the end. You have to think at the same time, though, so if that's the 
case, then why is it a bad thing that if people are talking about it, they're even talking about it in a joking way? Because if they're talking about it, at least they're talking about it. So maybe... Because it remains, uh, like I always Wait. say, the sci-fi concept, it remains that way of just okay, like little green aliens that so are visiting think, us. Okay, but think about it like this though. So I talked to all the guys at work, right? A bunch of guys who would never in a million years admit that aliens are real, okay? But if I talk to them about it and we bring it up, who's not to say that they don't go home and then research into it more and just don't admit it out loud? But to everyone, they sit there and they joke about it. It's a way to start a conversation about it. And then they go home and, go, and they, oh, let's go look into this. Well, I would love to believe that. Well, that's, so that's the what perfect I'm fantasy, now. and I'll so, so, read that to so, me every so night. So stop putting that negativity out there, Miss Bree. And no, think I'm just about saying, it. it's not that it's negative. It's that I feel like we have to always be putting out positive, high bar content, mm-hmm. conversations, mm-hmm. and put it in that type of direction. That's well, all. I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Yeah, because, you know. You know. Always the joke around here. Always the one ready to hop in the spaceship. The girl in the backyard with her lasers. We love our lasers. We will be hopefully not watching tonight if there's not too many clouds, but I think that there is. There's so many clouds. It's horrible. I think we're fucked. But Brie has a new camera. I really wanted to try it out. Maybe she should try to take pictures of the moon tonight. Yeah, because this is so cloudy. The moon is out right now, um, and the sun is still out, and some people think that that's um, because of... it's flat earth. Flat earth. (laughs) I can't with the flat earth man. So the more and more I, so okay, so we were just We're going to upload that tonight by the way. There's going to be an episode out tonight about drop and we talk about flat earth. We do. Um but I was just talking to Bree about how we were outside and I, there was a meme that something about, you know, if a pilot hits 5 Gs of force they pass out, but earth is spinning at like 67,000 yes. miles an hour through space, so how come we don't pass out? And I immediately was like, I literally put my phone in after reading it, and I was like, all right, Brie. So what happens is, is that we have one G on Earth, and when we're leaving space, that's how you hit 5G, and what Gs are is the Earth is constantly spinning, and when you are when you stop spinning, that's you're getting that force of us not spinning anymore. There's no more gravity. So therefore, the Earth has to be round, because if the Earth was flat, there wouldn't be 5G, because we wouldn't pass out, because we're not spinning. Mm-hmm. Flat Earth. And it makes sense to us, but then someone else is going to say, but that's because we've never left. Yeah, so... There's the, no such thing. Yeah, and so there's there's all sorts of things like this, but it's just funny because we see all these things, and then I immediately, I'm like, mm, Flat Earth bitch. Let me skirt. Like, I listen, you're allowed to believe whatever it is that you want, but there's all these little memes talking about, like, oh, any person who lo- researches Flat Earth immediately becomes a Flat, flat Earther. Earther. Me? I researched it. I'm not a flat earther. Doesn't make sense to we me. We did say that we would look more into it. And I have been, so I've been watching some more videos. I've been doing some stuff. I've been on YouTube for, for fucking ever. For the last day and a half. I've been, because it's been Thanksgiving. There's not really things open. You can't really go anywhere. And I've been obsessed with YouTube. You probably have to look at some science books and not just YouTube. I watched a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson videos, I won't lie. See. And a lot of atheist videos. I don't know why, how I got sucked into that rabbit hole. Jesus. So, Jimmy has a good idea. So, we're going to introduce a segment this week. Uh, we're going to call it Fact versus Sci-Fi. We're going to take something out of the news, and we're going to fact or sci-fi it, and we're going to talk about it. So, our first one that we got going on is uh, alien hunters in a frenzy over white UFO spotted NASA space shuttle launch footage. So it's this interesting shot that we have of the NASA space shuttle in space, and there's this weird 
Brie called it an, an anomaly. White anomaly. There you go. And um, it's an interesting piece of footage. So if you Google this, you can look it up. And Brie says, she's like, what'd you say? Is it wrapping? It looked like a little wrapping, like space capsule wrapping or something. Yeah, it looks crazy. It almost looks like a person laying down with their feet dangling off something. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's super interesting, though. It is weird looking. It's super weird looking. So do we think that it is a little UFO object or do we think that it's just a part of the junk when something is launched out? Yeah, so I was saying to Brie, like, you know, they always say that they have, like, all this debris in space. So what if this is just an instance of that debris that's around our Earth? You know, same thing with, like, the dark night. Uh, mm-hmm. satellite that people, oh my god, it's a satellite and it disappears and it roams around all weird. That could be a factor fiction as well. It could be one all on its own, 100%, but this is, I think, another case of that where it's this weird thing that we see orbiting, but we don't really know what it is because we're never going to get clear pictures of it. Or It is pretty strange looking. It's almost like a little... Almost like a little being that's like little on its person. knees. It, so I this is legs, his knees, and then I don't know. weird L-shaped guys. I would check it out definitely, but I'm going to definitely have to sci-fi this one. I would too, because I think if you just look at it, it looks like you can explain it to be so many things. That doesn't mean it could not be something explainable. It's the beauty of science. There's always a possibility unless you have an answer. Exactly. But Jamie did post it on our Instagram, so check it out. Check it out, because is it... Factors sci-fi. Factor sci-fi. Factor sci-fi. We should do like a deep. This is when you need your little coconut. <laughs> no, that'd be perfect for Jurassic Park too. <laughs> I wonder about Jurassic Park too. So that was on TV last night, and I was thinking. This is one of those things that can also be like what they do with AI, how we have these AI movies, right, where they're smarter, all of a sudden we fucked up because we juiced up these robots and then they actually attack us and we die. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that people need to get in their brains Mm -hmm. and watch out. This could also be kind of one of those things. It's like, how many times are they going to genetically engineer this giant dinosaur and then it attacks us and it just reminds me of the people that were trying to revive a mammoth, a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about mm-hmm. that, but that was really interesting. It's a random thought, but since we were singing Jurassic Park. We love Jurassic Park, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm about that movie, all of them, the old one and the new one. They were both really super good. Yeah, they were pretty good. Mo- movie review of the week. Yeah. Um, but also it's kind of interesting because we were just watching something and it was mentioning basically little drips of disclosure being mixed in with movies and TV shows. And I think we can all say that that absolutely does happen when we watch certain things. And sometimes you don't really realize till after. Like, there's a lot of things now I can think back and think, that really is the case, or this really did happen. Give me an example. Close Encounters. Okay. I love that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And who else out there, like, cried at the end? That movie, the ending, I cried. I was, Mm -hmm. like, so emotional about it. I was like, (laughs) yeah, we're family. But um, I think it's us being abducted, government trying to 
um, cover it up, even faking that, you know, there's something in the area that you can't breathe. So it freaks all these people out and it gets everyone evacuating mm-hmm. or it evacuates everybody. And it's just kind of twisting the story to cover up what's really happening of alien abductions. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that in the end, they're actually peaceful. And I love that because there's not very many movies out there depicting a peaceful interaction with aliens Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reason why I hate alien movies is Mm -hmm. because we've become accustomed to them being either these giant robotic monster type of creatures Mm -hmm. that are just gonna basically take over the world you know eat our guts there's something to be afraid of Mm -hmm. oh and that we're for sure gonna be probed Mm mm-hmm and I'm, it's like, it's nice to see something that's peaceful because there are peaceful interactions happening. So I definitely like that they showed that in the end. You know, they tried to make these people look crazy. These people that had interactions with the aliens. Mm-hmm. They tried to make them seem crazy because they were acting weird, but it's because they were forever changed and they were supposed to figure out these clues and know where to go and there was a peaceful ending and it was like, you know, obviously they make people out to be crazy, but that's not always the case. There is truth that's happening and it's not always something to be afraid of. So then why do you think that the the government or Hollywood or what other entities are involved with these movies? movies and stuff, why do you think that they would want to portray aliens in such a way? Like, as these negative things. Like, what's what do you think is their motive behind this? I think, number one, it would be to create a population that, obviously, you can control by fear. Mm-hmm. One of the, I think, a big reasons why people don't like aliens is they think that they're monsters and creatures and that are going to kill us. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a great way to keep people in fear of that. Mm-hmm. And also, because you know, they talk about this fake alien invasion that might be coming, and that's kind of the great way we've seen all these movies. We're so afraid of them. We think they're going to come here and take over the world, and it's just a great outlet, I guess, a great way to manipulate the public. Okay. And to be afraid of it and not see it as a peaceful thing. I think if people actually thought of it as something that could be a peaceful interaction, then maybe people wouldn't be so afraid of the concept of even being kind of like a a community, like an interplanetary community. It's not Mm -hmm. something to be afraid of. I think people would be open to exploring that, looking more into if there's possibilities, looking even into people that have had abductions and looking at it from a different perspective. Maybe more people would even be pushing towards disclosure in a sense if they didn't think that it was something to be afraid of. Yeah. I think people would definitely think of it as like, oh, well, you know, we can kind of, it expands our consciousness to even think about that. So that's another reason why I think it's kind of like, keep us dumbed down, keep us afraid, keep us looking at the ground. I'll agree with that. I definitely think our government does control us by fear and they put things out there because they're trying to manipulate the way we think and, 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 and look at situations and things like that. And it's interesting the kind of disinformation they put out there so that you get to, to be a certain way. It's, it's interesting too, because I feel like, you know, the government disclosures and covers up so many different things it Mm -hmm. makes it so hard to follow at times what's 
going to be disclosure or not disclosure, you know what I mean? Or what's disinformation or not disinformation. And sometimes it's so hard to, to muck through all of it, but I think that that's the environment they purposely make for it. Absolutely. So it's that much more difficult. Trickery at its best. Tomfoolery. Yeah, because now people hear something and they think it's absolutely wild and it could actually be something that's real. But because we think, oh, that only happens in movies or things are so intertwined, mm-hmm. you can't separate from what's truth what is even possible and what's just bad shit out of there can't even be taken into consideration. Yeah, we're just being bamboozled by our own government mm-hmm. on a daily, constant basis. Yeah, and I think they definitely seed things that are happening in different movies, different concepts, um, almost like if something were to happen, maybe it wouldn't be so out there because we see it in movies, but then mixing it with so many other things, we don't even know how to feel about it sometimes. It's true. We just don't even know. We're just Mm -mm. like back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth. And that doesn't mean that all alien interaction is peaceful. I definitely think that would be a little bit naive to think that everything out there is peaceful. It's got to be just like humans, how some of us are really good and some of us are really (laughs) shitty, bad people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not pointing towards you. She kind of was. She like pointed at her for the good one and then kind of pointed at the evil one. (laughs) (laughs) That was just my hand movement. I did not mean it by that. We're both good people. I'm just saying that... um, I think it's definitely going to be a, a mixture of both. All right. I'll agree with that statement. I'll I agree wish with we that. would have more movies like Close Encounters where there are good people. Well, I think, I think that there are some good ones out there, some more objective ones. I'm trying to think of like another but I, one but I, um, that's peaceful. Besides E.T., E.T. was peaceful E.T. and cute. You know what I wish that they had? I wish that they had an alien Christmas movie. Oh, cute. Like that a makes me sad. Like they just wanted to come down to chop down their own tree and help us decorate. Like they were just helping Santa. <gasps> or they came down to see if Santa was real. Ooh. It was like some renegade teenagers who were like, I don't think Santa's real. They like, go and they investigate. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. We could be millionaires by <laughs> writing movies like this. I'm also writing a song to Baby Got Back, and it's going to be all about flat earth. It's called Baby Got Flat. Um, I have it written in my phone. I've been working on it for days, and I will perfect it and bring it to you. So you have that to look forward to in our upcoming episodes. Yeah, and we're still waiting for um, a peaceful, collected uh, information email by someone maybe that heard something and was like, no, that's not what it is. That's not Um, I think now, Brie, we should read an email from a listener. All right. So it's from one of our fans from from Instagram. He's at Blue Alien Mystic. um, And he sent us an email and he said, hi, guys. Holy crap. So I was just leaving a client for my day job. When I looked down at my phone and it's 11-11, I normally wouldn't leave this client at this time, but something different happened today. Then I get into my car and my Bluetooth automatically starts playing our latest episode on my stereo. Mind you, I did not even have my podcast app open. I had already started listening to your latest episode, so it picked up where it left off. Right where you guys were giving me a shout out for mentioning you on Instagram. The synchronicity is just too much. 
Very cool. Yeah, and you know what? That's kind of like in that episode that I did mention synchronicity and talking about, you know, being a light worker and all that kind of stuff. I did mention that this could be your first introduction. I'm sure it's not, but it's just one of those things where you hear something and then it happens again. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like some people, not him in particular, I'm sure, but maybe other people that have never even heard of the concept of synchronicity. That's just, it just takes one time to hear it. One little thing, and then all of a sudden, you hear it all the time, and then now you'll notice, and all these kind of things. So that's really cool. We're definitely looking forward to having him on the show. Yeah, hopefully we're going to start making arrangements soon. We're going to email him here back, see if we can get a Skype call going on. We love when people want to be on the podcast, so we want to interview and talk to everyone we can. Yeah, and we also really like what he stands for, and um, their whole band and their mission is really just about peace and consciousness and using rock music as an outlet to get that through, and that's just really important. That's something that we need to do is take advantage of these platforms that we are given in this day and age. Well, yeah, and, and use whatever talents you have in the world to do whatever you can when it comes to, you know, these kind of topics and such. And if that's what you're good at, like me and Brie, we could talk. (laughs) And so that's what we're doing. I don't think I could sing a song and I don't think I could play a guitar, but this is our way of contributing. And I think anyone who has some sort of a creative outlet, anything you can do to contribute to, you know, the consciousness, the higher consciousness and, and the exploration of this field is really important. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, Brie, what we're going to do, guys. Another thing that we decided to do would be a conscious quote for the day, just to add a little bit of positivity and just something for you to maybe keep in mind to just take into consideration. So starting today, this conscious quote is going to be from Deepak Chopra. He's really awesome. Um, Definitely. I listen to his audio stuff a lot. So Zen. He's really smart. Anyway, so he says it helps if you remember that everyone is doing their best from their level of consciousness. I think that's an important lesson because Brie definitely needs zen when it comes to that kind of stuff because she gets so irritated at people who are not on her conscious level. Right, and that's something really to just take into consideration and always remember that, you know, we can't expect everybody else to know the same things or feel that the same things are important. Um, Even with people making a joke of the things and we talk about how I hate that, again, I should just keep in mind that they're doing the best from their level of consciousness. Not saying that they're below me or that I'm above them or vice versa, but just that everyone is coming from their own place at where they are mentally, spiritually, Spiritually, you know, all of that. Absolutely. And just, you know, that also helps with forgiveness as well. I think thinking about where people are from their point of view or why people did the things that they did, but trying to understand it from their perspective and the place that they were at at the time does help with forgiveness just in general. And also just to kind of take it easy on yourself as well. Absolutely. Um, So we're winding down the show here, guys. Before we go, I want to do give a shout out to talk more about that podcast. Um, They follow us on Instagram and they uh, shouted us out a little bit that they were listening to us. So thanks, guys. If you guys are into like true crime and mysteries, paranormal, shit like that, they're about that. So go listen to them. And we still have more stickers. If anybody wants a sticker, let us know. We'll mail it out to you ASAP. ASAP. Um, And people who wanted stickers, it's on the way. They're in the mail. They should be there eventually. I don't know how long they take to travel. Unless the government's holding them back. They might. (laughs) They might. 
Um, so you guys make sure you email us at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. Send us a DM. Talk to us. Conversate with us. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. We're pretty much everywhere. So whatever's easiest for you, give us a listen, like, comment, share subscribe all that good stuff yeah yeah yeah. absolutely tell your friends about us make your mom listen to us your mom really wants to hear it your mom wants us to be in her ears (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we love you good night good night That's pretty. That was my dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) We're so about that dinosaur life. About it.